WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Specialite in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Specialite door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. School security has been top of mind as we start a new school year with recent shootings in Oxford and Uvalde, Texas. Michigan School Superintendent Michael Rice says money recently approved by the state legislature will help. This $210 million is a good start. It will help with physical security, number one. It will help with school safety staff, number two. It will help with cross-sector training around school security. Rice says schools are still burdened by a shortage of teachers and mental health experts. He says state officials took too long to address it. In a move that could call thousands of convictions into question, Michigan State Police have announced their crime lab will stop screening for THC and blood tests of drivers suspected of being impaired. The agency says the testing process may have been flawed, leading to false positives simply due to CBD in one system. The potentially flawed testing has been in place for years, leading lawyers to start reviewing past cases. Attorney Barton Morris. Some cases it's very meaningful. People make decisions to plead guilty to these offenses just based upon the results of that test. THC is the compound of marijuana that causes impairment. CBD is a benign component of the marijuana. State police told prosecutors there may be 3,000 cases affected by the testing. The Michigan Department of Transportation is lifting lane restrictions on state roads where possible for Labor Day weekend. Spokesperson Nick Sharippa tells us there will be about 60 projects statewide that can't be suspended due to parts of the road missing, but MDOT will do its best to keep out of the way of drivers. The easiest way to find any of those, go to our MyDrive map, michigan.gov slash drive. Take a look at what's out there. Wherever you're going in the state, that map is updated real time, so that information is all out there. You can kind of see what's ahead of you on your travels and, and get an idea of what kind of construction you might run into or if there's any incidents being reported to us. We have those posted as well. Sharupa says in southwest Michigan, work related to the I-94 to US-31 US connection cannot be suspended, so there will still only be two lanes of travel in each direction on I-94 between Benton Harbor and Stevensville for the weekend. Also, the southbound I-196 ramp to eastbound 94 remains closed. He urges drivers to take it easy and have a safe Labor Day weekend. Supporters of an effort to expand voting opportunities in Michigan are asking the state Supreme Court to put the proposed constitutional amendment on the fall ballot. The move came a day after the Board of State canvassers deadlocked on 2-2 two to two on the issue, a tie that blocks it. Republicans voted no, while Democrats voted in favor of giving the question to voters. The amendment to the Constitution will require nine days of in-person early voting, state-funded absentee ballot drop boxes, and postage for absentee ballots and applications. Advocates submitted more than enough signatures to meet the signature threshold, but the two Republican canvassers said some of the language was not clear. They also later rejected a proposed constitutional amendment that would protect abortion rights in Michigan. The state GOP opposes both proposals. Reactivated for Labor Day weekend will be AAA Michigan's Toe-to-Go program. Spokesperson Adrian Woodland tells us Toe-to-Go is a way for an intoxicated person to avoid driving. 
You call, and then AAA sends out a tow truck to take you and your vehicle home or to a safe location. It's free and available to AAA members and non-members. It's a confidential local ride from one person and their vehicle to a safe location within a 10-mile radius. Appointments cannot be scheduled in advance, and it's designed as a safety net for those that did not plan ahead. We always encourage drivers, if you're planning to drink, then you definitely choose a designated driver. Woodland stresses toe-to-go is to be viewed as a last resort. She urges those who will be partying to arrange for a ride in advance. The number to call is 1-800-2-TOW-TO-GO. Stop 22 of Southwest Michigan, a nonprofit dedicated to raising awareness and fighting veteran suicide, is planning a fundraising event and motorcycle poker run for September 11th. It's been estimated that 22 veterans commit suicide each day. And event organizer Angela Pitts says she's not stopping until the number reaches zero and every veteran knows they're supported. It's important for veterans to see that their community stands behind them and that they're not alone. One of the biggest things my husband faced as a veteran is when he came back from overseas, it was a struggle for everything. And I think just this event alone, I've already talked to many veterans that are like, hey, people actually care. You know, and I think that's what it takes to show everybody, not just veterans, but the first responders, the police, everybody. They need to know that people do care. The ride will start at Joey Armadillo's in Niles and make stops throughout Southern Berrien and Cass County before returning to Joey Armadillo's for an after party with live music and vendors. Proceeds from the event will go toward the purchase of a veteran center in Niles, as well as a veteran retreat cabin at Rainbow Farms in Vandalia. Set for November 10th is the United Way of Southwest Michigan's annual Rake a Difference Day. United Way spokesperson Jennifer Tomchak tells us hundreds of volunteers will spread out through Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties to do yard work for seniors who can't do it themselves. There's a tremendous need for this volunteer service in our communities. We help hundreds of seniors with this, and it's a free service. We offer it to anyone who's age 60 and older who can't physically perform yard work and also can't afford to pay for services. Because a lot of times, seniors will try to do this work themselves, and it's, it's really difficult. Getting up on a ladder and cleaning out your gutter, you can fall and get really hurt. Tom Shack says it takes a lot of volunteers to rake a difference, and they're signing people up now. You can do so at the United Way of Southwest Michigan's website. Volunteers on November 10th will be working from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and they should bring their own rakes and ladders if they wish. The United Way will provide bags, gloves, and tarps. And the Berrien Community Foundation has announced 19 teachers are receiving mini-grants as part of the Golden Acorn Classroom Mini-Grants Program. The grant opportunity offered twice a year awards up to $500 to teachers across Berrien County to help fund special projects in their classrooms. For example, Countryside Academy class instructor Kathy Holliker, who teaches classes on food and nutrition, plans to use her grant to tap the maple trees in front of the school and teach students about how maple syrup is made and why trees give us sap. And teachers getting the mini-grants are all over Berrien County from St. Joseph to Buchanan. We have a list of the recipients at our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News Now continues. Lawyers for former President Trump and the Justice Department were in court today squaring off over Trump's request for a special master to review the classified documents the FBI seized in August from Trump's Florida home. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky in West Palm Beach. Lawyers for former President Trump said the temperature is very high and they cast the appointment of a special master as necessary to restore public trust in the administration of justice and lower the temperature. 
Federal prosecutors question what the special master is supposed to do, saying there's no role for a special master to play in terms of executive privilege. Prosecutors also said no one has been indicted yet, so Trump's rights at this stage are limited. There was no immediate ruling from the judge. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, Federal Court, West Palm Beach. Strict anti-abortion Republicans running in the competitive House and Senate and governor's races in key battleground states are trying to distance themselves from, from their past statements and positions. That's in light of reignited enthusiasm among abortion rights supporters since the June U.S. Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. In newspaper op-eds, during interviews, and on the campaign websites, Republican challengers who express support for banning most or all abortions are now downplaying those positions at a time when abortion rights have vaulted into the top tier of midterm campaign concerns. It's also complicated Republicans' focus on the economy heading into the November midterm elections. California is in day two of the week-long heat wave, and firefighters are already busy, but they're worried the fires are about to get worse with days of hot and dry conditions. ABC's Alex Stone is in L.A. County where what's called the route fire is burning. Evacuees are being allowed to go home, and firefighters say they are making progress on the fire burning here in northern L.A. County, but it's only day two of a week-long heat wave, and Angeles National Forest Fire Chief Robert Garcia says there are plenty more challenges to come in the next week, and fire danger is extreme. Very rapid fire growth and very, very explosive fire behavior. Commanders say the over half a dozen firefighters who were overcome by heat on Wednesday are all now doing well. Alex Stone, ABC News in L.A. County. Mississippi officials set up emergency distribution centers for handouts and hand sanitizer today in the capital city of Jackson. As his efforts to restore a flood-impaired, long-troubled water system continue, Jackson's residents were already under a boil water order before flooding from the Pearl River exacerbated long-standing problems at one of the city's two water plants. Officials say they made progress overnight in refilling tanks, treating water, and increasing pressure at the O.B. Curtis water plant. Residents closer to the facility had pressure approaching normal levels, the city said in a press release, but added many in the city still had no or little water pressure. A federal agency that is going after a credit company accusing it of making bogus offers. More from Derek Dennis. If you've ever received a pre-approved credit card offer from the financial services company Credit Karma, it may have been too good to be true. The Federal Trade Commission taking action against Credit Karma for misrepresenting its pre-approved credit card offers with a promise of 90% odds. In return, the FTC says the company collects all kinds of data on a consumer to send targeted ads and recommendations for other financial programs. Credit Karma now ordered by the FTC to stop what it says are deceptive offers and pay $3 million to be divided among consumers who wasted their time. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The wife of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas contacted at least two Wisconsin state lawmakers, urging them to overturn President Joe Biden's win in 2020 in the tightly contested presidential election. Conservative activist Virginia Ginny Thomas also had sent identical messages to more than two dozen lawmakers in Arizona. In her communications with lawmakers in both states, Thomas urged Republicans to choose their own slate of electors after the election, and she argues results giving Biden a victory in the states were marred by fraud. No widespread fraud calling into question the results has been discovered in either state despite numerous reviews, lawsuits, and recounts. The immediate goal of U.N. inspectors in Ukraine is to start work immediately at a nuclear power plant where shelling is taking place nearby. More from ABC's Tom Rivers, the foreign desk. The team hopes first to tour the complex as they begin to assess the current state of security and safety. Leading the effort, IAEA chief 
Rafael Grossi. I am going to uh, consider the possibility of establishing a continued presence of the IAEA at the plant, which we believe it's indispensable to stabilize the situation and to get regular updates. That's something the Russians already have said they'd support. Tom Rivers, ABC News at the Foreign Desk. As some children struggled to keep up with school in the early years of the COVID pandemic, many states saw significant increases in the number of students held back to repeat grades. 22 of the 26 states that provided data for the recent academic year, as well as Washington, D.C., saw an increase in the number of students who were held back, according to an Associated Press analysis. Three states, South Carolina, West Virginia, and Delaware, saw retention more than double. Experts have cautioned about risks to students' social lives and academic futures, but many parents have asked for do-overs to help their children recover. And the latest person arrested in connection with the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol is rather familiar with legal proceedings. ABC's Jim Ryan says a Texas attorney's been charged with conspiracy. Kelly Sorrell practices law in Granbury, southwest of Fort Worth. The night before the January 6th riot, she met in a Washington, D.C. parking garage with leaders of the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. A member of one of the militias has implicated Sorrell, saying she urged participants in the attempted insurrection to delete any text messages that might incriminate them. The 43-year-old Sorrell was arrested in the Texas Hill Country and taken 140 miles to Austin to make an initial appearance in federal court. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.